From CNN, I'm Joe Beck with the five things you need to know for Friday, December 2nd. We begin with some legal setbacks for former President Donald Trump. Yesterday, a federal appeals court halted the third-party review of documents seized from his Mar-a-Lago estate. The ruling removes a major obstacle to the Justice Department's investigation into the alleged mishandling of government records from Trump's time in the White House. Here's CNN's Sarah Murray. So the appeals court making very clear they do not believe there should be some kind of special carve-out for former President Donald Trump simply because he is a former president. Practically, this could mean the Justice Department gets these documents. These are not the documents that were marked classified, but this was the whole mess of other documents that were seized from Mar-a-Lago sooner than they would have otherwise. Meanwhile, sources tell CNN a federal judge has ordered Trump's former White House counsel and his deputy to provide additional grand jury testimony. The judge rejected Trump's privilege claims in the DOJ's criminal investigation of his alleged efforts to overturn the 2020 election. After protests across the country, China has signaled it's going to soften some of its COVID-19 measures. State media has noted how several Chinese cities are easing their restrictions in some way, and quotes a senior official saying rules are being relaxed because of high vaccination rates and what the official described as the weakening Omicron variant. China reported more than 34,000 locally transmitted cases on Thursday. But the country's zero-COVID policy will still remain in place, even as demonstrators across China call for it to end. One protester spoke to CNN. I felt like I lost control of my life because of this COVID policy. Nobody is telling you when this is going to end. We are limited physically, and now we're limited mentally. We are forbidden to express our ideas. Police in China have been clamping down on protesters, and authorities are even using cell phone data to track demonstrators down. South Africa's president, Cyril Ramaphosa, is facing calls to step down over claims that he covered up the theft of hundreds of thousands of dollars from his game farm. An independent panel has found initial evidence that Ramaphosa may have violated the constitution and his oath of office by having a second income as president. Ramaphosa has maintained that the more than $500,000 in cash, which he said had been stuffed inside a leather sofa, was from the sale of a buffalo to a Sudanese businessman. He also says the theft was reported to the head of presidential security. This all took place back in 2020, and the panel investigating it says the theft was not reported to police, and that there was a, quote, deliberate decision to keep the investigation secret. Ramaphosa came to office in 2018, after the former president, Jacob Zuma, was forced to resign over multiple allegations of corruption. The president's office says he's studying the reports and will make an announcement in due course. Here's a spokesperson speaking to reporters. All options are on the table, uh, but what is important is not so much the merits or the demerits of a particular option. What is important is um, choosing a path or a route that um, first and foremost um, is in the interest of the country. Back in the US, President Joe Biden is proposing a drastic change to the Democrats' 2024 presidential primary map. Sources confirmed to CNN that instead of Iowa taking the lead, the change would make South Carolina the first state to host a primary. Nevada and New Hampshire would be next on the same day a week later, then Georgia the following week, and then Michigan. Biden's preferences were announced last night at a dinner for members of the DNC's Rules and Bylaws Committee. In a letter to the group, Biden says he believes this setup will allow more people of color to have a voice much earlier in the nomination process. People often question what goes on inside a teenager's brain, and a new study might have some answers. That's next. Hey, Joey. I just wrapped up the podcast series I was listening to, and I'm looking for something new that will also expand my mind. 
You got any suggestions? Oh, yeah, I definitely have one for you. It's from CNN, and it's called Chasing Life with Dr. Sanjay Gupta. This season's all about unique sensory experiences, like people who can taste colors or folks who have a hard time recognizing faces. There's even an episode about how psychedelics can help treat depression. Well, thanks. Chasing Life sounds like a podcast I need to follow. Where can I get it? Bob, you can listen to Chasing Life ad-free on Amazon Music. It's included with Prime. All right. Chasing Life ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. I'm following now. The stress of the pandemic might have changed teenagers' brains, potentially making them prematurely age by at least three years. That's according to a new study, which looked at brain scans from one group of teens before the pandemic and then another group after. It found that the second group had larger areas of the brain that controlled memory and regulate emotions, and that they'd aged faster. That suggests the stress of the pandemic may have caused teenagers' brains to grow in size and change in nature. That's all for now. I'll be back with our next episode, which drops at 9am Eastern. Following the news can sometimes feel, in a word, overwhelming. I'm David Ryan, host of the new CNN podcast, One Thing. And look, I totally get it. So every Sunday, we're going to slow things down a bit. Each week, I call up a CNN reporter who's been covering that big story everyone's been talking about, and we break it down together. Think calm, cool, and collected, not breathless breaking news. New episodes of CNN One Thing drop each Sunday on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, iHeartRadio, or your favorite podcast app.